Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Oh Bite Me with your host Zaira Irani. Today's guest is Godfrey. He is the host of the podcast uh, Pack of Alphas. Hi Godfrey. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. This episode is part of my collaboration with the Drew Carrier show where he and I have chosen our guests for a matter of 2 weeks and Godfrey was his first choice for me to interview. So, yes. Thank you. Well, we are going to get right to the bottom of why uh, Andrew uh, thought uh, you were such a good choice which I'm sure is amazing because you yourself are a podcast host. Mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about you your podcast and then we're going to get to the bottom of a couple of opinions when we play uh, the game so my first question for you today is when did you start pack of alphas Yeah so I'll explain what pack of alphas actually is um so firstly it's two things it works as two entities is the name of our podcast so it's the pack of alphas um podcast and then there's POA which is actually me Tony uh Sean Daniel and Chico the five of us make up the pack of alphas uh, when we started it was mainly me Chico and Tony we are the founders of the team Um, we came together because we were just a at a different stages in our lives. B, we kind of wanted to create a mentorship and a networking uh, group uh, from this. So the first thing that happened was in our first iteration, the three of us came together. We were various ages. At the point, one of us I think was in their sort of mid-teens, and then me and Tony were mid-twenties. Uh, so part of it was to mentor. Chico, some of it was to mentor myself and some of it was to mentor Tony. Uh, the intention behind it was the fact that we didn't see representation in specific areas within life that represented us and we wanted to address that. And one of the things that we wanted to address by having a podcast was a voice and a vocal point where we could sort of address and put that out into the rest of the sort of world and give people the opportunity to hear some voices maybe that come from different places and not necessarily always seeing your stereotypical image of let's say a black person and a black male. So we wanted to show that there was not just a one type of person me Chico and Tony are very different people uh, we have similarities and we have things that we like and we have uh, sort of some uh, forms of like commonality but there is differences so we wanted to show five uh, essentially at the start it was three but eventually now five different people different characteristics but also to give you a representation of a positive representation at least of what a black male would be so people could sort of start seeing oh like black guys aren't just this intimidating type of person but also there's other things in our culture and who we are that makes us uh, who we are um going further past that we then started uh, one of the things that we wanted to do was we wanted to motivate each other i'm sure that you might find this sometimes uh, in life if you don't have a correct good support system let's say you you could have the biggest dream but if you don't have a support system it's very difficult to reach that or attain that dream so we wanted to be a support system and then the way we work with that is if it be career related whether it be um business related we support each other so 
we did a lot of the marketing, initial marketing for Zone 247, which is Tony's company, a personal training company, which deals with health and nutrition and all other things. Anything to do with health, they cover it there and within Tony's company, 247. And that's doing really well. And now Tony's gone full-time from being employed to being an So he's now self-employed, so he completely works for himself, which is really immense. And he actually earns more than he ever did when he was... <laughs> when he was working for someone else. So that's one of the things we managed to do and one of our highlight points that we've managed to achieve together. The other highlight point is when we started, I was trying to pursue a career in IT. Uh, unfortunately, there's an under-representation of especially black males and black women in the UK, but also across ethnic minorities. So it's actually really important for like that representation of someone who works in IT that looks like me, that who's similar to me and as I came into IT one of the big things that I actually realized was there wasn't many people of my skin tone and other ethnicities as well and minorities so it was good to sort of address that and highlight that as well in the podcast and the various things that we do we try to show people that you anything is possible if you can fathom it if you can dream it what you need is a support system and hard work and you can achieve it. Um, and we always say one of our mantras is COD, which is chasing our dreams. And the re- real reason why it says our dreams in that mantra instead of my dreams, it's because we as a team, if someone has a dream and you're part of their support system, it's important that you realize that you are part of them chasing their dreams. And that's one of the things that we live by. And then uh, we also, so we played, we played on it twice. So it's COD and LOD, which is living out our dreams and chasing our dreams. So the first is obviously chasing our dreams and then living out our dreams is about maintaining a lifestyle that's positive and healthy and also that is conducive to more success because we don't see success as a destination but rather as part of the journey. Um, So that's us as a consortium of people and then the podcast obviously came to fruition from that and from those mantras and wanting to be able to spread that message across to other people and sort of telling people it doesn't matter what background you come from you can do what you really dream and uh, want to do hopefully that's the message and undertone we can carry throughout everything that we do wow so one let me start off by saying that is a very unique uh, approach on how to look at life and i like the way you have divided up your mantras into uh, chasing your dreams and living out your dreams so it keeps you very focused but at the same time you know what you want to do so you're and you'll act as a support group for each other so kudos to that so that my friends is the history of pack of alphas now and uh, now i wanted to ask you how has uh, the pack of alphas been affected due to the covid scenario and lockdown uh, so it's kind of strange because geographically we live in different places anyway so we were always on phones anyway so one thing that did change was the frequency we could actually meet up in person because we did used to do so uh, we we always have a, a meeting of the minds session or sessions because we would take a weekend out of every year as a whole team and we would go somewhere whether it be a countryside in the uk or anywhere we just kind of we would go to a countryside and that weekend would just be about health and well-being and we would spend that whole weekend talking to each other really going into just literally how are you doing it wasn't about you know not about how much money you're making not any worldly things just how are you doing where are you mentally 
and that we did that every we do that every year and we do various little trips as a team and a collective prior to covid we haven't been able to do that um so we used to do like seaside weekends out where we just go out and just like that weekend we're not even recording anything we're not doing anything like let's say super constructive but it's just uh, like a reset button and that's what we also do within ourselves so uh we haven't been able to do that which has been a bit of a bummer in that sense but however what we have done is we do zoom calls where we check up on each other uh it's probably like on a weekly basis this is outside of our recording of anything else this is literally just a dude how are we doing what's happening what's your, what's been the hardest part of the week what's the problems that you're facing in your day-to-day lives and that's just kind of like a detox session that we have so we have that and we also do obviously the recording for the pack alphas we record as much as we can because we find it therapeutic and combating in the sense that we can just get our minds like just saying and like i'll be honest with you sometimes it's like i get at, at the end of the session with pack of alphas i feel like i've gone to a therapist almost it's just like therapy and it's just like lets me like sort of say what's on my mind and it's just this place where it's a, it's a safe space essentially as well so yeah it, it's so we've had to dynamically pivot away from seeing each other personally uh, on a face-to-face basis and move in more to a uh, sort of dynamic uh way of working similar to everybody else around the world where you use zoom um, you mention it because I work in IT. We do various things, so we can just like literally technologies are there excessively. So yeah, it's it's been good and bad. The good part is I think it's given us a lot of time to work together because we're always at home essentially when we're in lockdown. So so in the evenings, no one's kind of doing anything, so you can kind of get onto like just calling and uh, maintaining that. And yeah, so it's had the good and bad. There's been more time to do a lot of POA admin stuff and get POA pushing in terms of the podcast. But however, the negative side is that we're not able to actually always do or materialize some of our ideas. But we, we we're working around it, and we'll get we'll get to a logical point. <laughs> That's great. I I love the way how you all have maintained your relationship and your work with the podcast despite the worldly calamity, disruptiveness. I mean, there are so many negative words I could use. <laughs> so, um, and you also mentioned that every once in a while you have some guests on your podcast. So, um, who from all of your guests that you have had over this period of time? Uh, would you say that you gel with or agree with the most? Oh, so I'm not gonna say one guest because sure. I'm gonna be honest with you. Our guests are varied, like from different walks of life, different types of people, and I'm gonna say all of our guests have been amazing. So this is the first thing, and this is not to be like a cop out or anything like that. Every one of our guests has been different and comes from different forms of life. So I'll give you an example. So we've had. Um, I think it's J- Jamal. I think it was. He's a dancer, pos- uh, almost like a life coach. He does various videos. He does affirmations every morning. He posts them out there. He's very, very active, and his work rate to get positive messages out there is amazing. So he completely changed my mindset when I met him and sort of had to go and do the podcast with him. He kind of changed my mindset. Like, yo, you can't do this for like a day and take a day off. And he kind of showed me a work rate that. To myself, I, I feel like I have a decent work rate, but he just is 10 notches above anything I've ever seen. Um, we had a beautiful, lovely guest called Shannon. Uh, she does everything, but she talks about 
some of the pitfalls of being a woman and some of the trauma she's faced as a woman. And she's got a YouTube channel and it's really, really interesting. Lots of content there, old female perspective that's very intricate and very, very articulate in everything that she sort of stated. So hers was like, it was eye-opening to me. I learned a lot from her. Um, then we had uh, Kyla, who's a nutritionist in America, and she's got a, she's very, very, oh, like, I would say, like, I, I felt underqualified to actually even interview her and talk to her because she's very well, like, versed in nutrition, and it was quite amazing to have Tony there as well because, obviously, Tony does nutrition and PT and all this kind of stuff, so there's a good conversation there, and I learned a lot about nutrition and how the lack of uh, research around female nutrition ones and so forth and some of the things that she's doing in that uh, field so that was amazing um i hope i haven't missed it and then obviously drew himself uh we've got a lot of collaborations and stuff like that so i'll say drew is more similar to myself in terms of personality and in terms of experience and we've had recently as well uh jay sims as well who's part of another collective those two would be the two that I would say I related a lot to because when we did like off air talked about like the things that we liked, the kind of questions we're kind of dealing with and things that we're dealing with, there was a lot of things that I were akin to my experience that I could relate to and a lot of similarities there um, with those two. However, what I would say my favorite, and I'm going to be honest, was Kyla because I felt educationally, I learned a lot. I'm, I'm this person who loves to talk to people where I'm a novice at whatever it is. So whatever you're good at, whatever you're great at, I like to sort of sit there and just soak in as much information as possible. But yeah, that, that's my rundown of not just our guests, but the ones that I enjoyed. And I enjoyed all of them to be honest. <laughs> well, that was a really great rundown. I like how um, you specifically told me what about the guests that you liked so much. So that gives me a perspective on what kind of a person you are as well as for our viewers. Uh, my next question for you is, for the podcast, how do you all decide who to bring on? So I'm going to be honest with you, we've got an organic approach to it. Um, like, oh, I mean, I forgot Greg. So Greg, I know you probably want to kill me. I wasn't, I wasn't on that podcast. The other panelists interviewed him. But Greg is amazing as well. And he's got a lot of entrepreneurship stuff that like i listen to that episode so it's funny because uh i do a lot of the audio mixing and mastering and things like that but i actually didn't do too much in that episode so i actually heard the episode properly when it got released so that was really fun for me because i was like a fan <laughs> and i got to be the other side of it i got to be the audience rather than actually part poa in that episode in terms of that um but like um the one thing i will say is just to get back to to your conversation on how we pick people, our first thing is we try to filter out and see what the people do. So I like to hear what the podcast that they do, what they're talking about, and try to align with what they are uh, as people. We, we won't always have the same opinion as a person. I believe that if you talk to everyone that has the same opinion as you, that's kind of destructive because you are not broadening your horizons so i like to still listen to people that have different opinions than me but i just want to make sure that we align so the fundamentals like i said uh it's about caring about people 
having an element of humanity in all things that you do. So if we can get that out of your podcast, like you, your undertones are about caring for people and you're doing this to spread knowledge and enlighten people and it's for the betterment of people, then we kind of, we, we gravitate a lot to it. And uh, as a team, that's what we're all about. We're all about betterment and helping people. Because like, like I always say, it's like we've got one life to live. And all you have at the end of everything that you do, the sum total of everything that you have done when you're living is your experience, because that's all you're going to have, your experience and leaving memories behind. So what you leave behind as a legacy and your experience on this planet is the only two things that you really are going to get. For all the materialistic stuff that you can gain, those are the two things that you actually have. And that nobody can take that away from you. So I always try and hope that the people that we bring into the podcast will give our audience an experience and also have a longer legacy in terms of what they're saying can resonate or push forward conversations. That That is a very interesting approach as to how you bring on your people because while my, while my podcast is only about content creators like you, any form of content, I actually hadn't thought about going about it the way that you did so that's something new to me i have definitely learned something i don't know about the others and um, so thank you for that now before we proceed to the game round uh, one question that i ask everybody who comes aboard is what is one thing you want to talk about that we haven't already spoken about so i would love to speak about how males and females can become less toxic to one another as genders um, and any other gender that is type uh, how we can as humanity push forward gender conversations without it becoming a competitive thing so I don't know if you've got Twitter or social media there's a lot of like men versus men uh, men versus women talk or cis versus you know any other gender type versus this and there's a lot of um, I don't even call it competitiveness it's sometimes very toxic narratives like all men all men are like blonde uh, all women are like blacks and stereotypes get thrown around left right and center i wanted to know i would i want to ask you this question is how do you think from um, uh the opposite sex can benefit or push conversations that could benefit your gender as a whole and also how do you think um you would like your own gender to relate to other genders and how do you think uh, or foresee some of the toxic behavioral patterns or toxic rhetoric that gets spewed from either genders uh, could be sort of minimized or how would you think could be improved? Well, um, the first thing that comes to mind is we, as soon as we get into a conversation about gender with anybody, especially if it's between the opposite genders and not with two people in the same gender, is that as soon as the accusations start getting thrown, the other gender who's facing the accusations, they immediately start defending themselves. They never really take the time or the second to listen to the whole thing that's been said because there are times where the accusation might actually be true, but we are not willing to even accept the possibility of that. So we immediately come to defend ourselves. It's human tendency, but I don't think it's the right way to go about things. So I think we should first listen to what the other person has to say before we stand up to defend ourselves because we might actually be wrong. And the same goes for everybody else. All the genders. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's, that's quite a <laughs> quite comprehensive answer. Uh, 
my take on this, I'll be honest with you, is from a male perspective at least, uh, the bare minimum is about but one thing I would like to see my gender do is try to remove some of the toxic behavioral patterns and excuses we utilize. So what I mean by that is, uh, you know, you hear someone say locker room chat, or you hear these terminologies <laughs> that, hide, that hide or try to mask the actual toxic thing that you're doing and the rhetoric that you're pushing. Um, and I think that is so pivotal. And I think some of that has to be changed and that narrative has to be changed um, for forthcoming. Uh, so the one thing that I will say is, with that said, uh, where else do you think men can help at least in those conversations? I think the most important part is, for, for where men is concerned at least, is that if a woman says something that all men are like this a generalized statement i don't think it should affect you as much if she says that if it does not apply to you because especially when we have cases of any form of abuse or harassment against women the fact is that in 71 percent of the cases it's the man it's the man who's the perpetrator so if a woman turns around and says all men are dash in that sort form of context it's not fair of him to jump to conclusions or stand up and say not all men because the fact is that not all no women no woman feels safe that is what she's trying to portray that's what she's trying to talk about and then when that one person stands up and says not all men it just completely ruins all of her activism her feminism and everything that's in her head like how do we explain to you in a better way Yeah, and I was going to add on to that. I think there is this quest that I've always been seeking in my life because I have obviously various females in my life. I said to myself, um, for example, like I was looking at my little sister and I was like, how is, for example, my generation going to impact her generation? As and how can we change some of those things that have become... Uh, toxic in some, term, some ways. So one of the things that I, like again, I mentioned locker room talk is how do we converse about the other gender when it's just one gender? So for example, when we're a group of guys, what do we accept and tolerate? So there's um, conversations and jokes that happen sometimes that even me sometimes, I sit there and I'm like, if my sister was here, would I want to let her hear this conversation? Is this a conversation that would be beneficial or hinder her as a person and break her fundamentals or her fundamentally down? And I and I started actually critiquing that and I said, unfortunately, like in our society, in a lot of societies around the world, it is a male-dominated society where it's patriarchal societies and so forth. So you end up with a situation where women are almost like the brunt of some of the unnecessarily um, gender discrimination or inequality, whether that be through pay gaps, um, where women are paid less, but do the same same job, do it sometimes even better, or, you know, and in some cases where you're kind of looking at it like, that doesn't make sense, she's just a female, um, but that doesn't make, that doesn't describe her, she's a person, first and foremost, she has a characteristics and seeing past that, so that's something that uh, myself, I like always endeavor to talk to females and see where, or male 
and anybody who to see how we as genders can sort of bridge that equality gap. Obviously, there's other equality issues and diversity and all these kind of things, but I, I do like to assess that and sort of say to people, especially females, I say, what do you hate men? What, what men do or say that irritates you and you feel like this is discrimination against you in terms or um, stereotyping against you just because of your gender? Like, I like to sort of ask that. So, just to ask you quickly, is there any statements that you kind of want to put out there that you've heard frequently that you're like, guys, stop? <laughs> well, the only one that comes to mind is, like I already said, not all men, like, stop, just, just end it there. It's <laughs> unnecessary. We are not saying you. It is a generalized statement. So, why, if you're not pointing a figure directly at you, why do you have to directly stand up and say not me? Only wear the hat if it fits you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that's that. So, um, thank you for shedding light on this topic. And since that was my last question in our general category, we now move on to the game round. Okay, so the rules of the game round are very, very simple. I am going to make a statement and uh, you have to tell me whether you agree or disagree with it using only the words hell yeah if you agree or oh bite me if you disagree. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So my first statement for you today is you would rather never be able to open a closed door than never be able to close an open door. Hell no. Okay. You would rather take one pill a day to get all your nutrients and feel full but never really eat anything again than eat whatever you want but never really feel full. You would rather be the opposite gender for a day than be an animal for a day. Oh yeah. You would rather always be one hour early than always be ten minutes late. Oh yeah. You would rather be taken over by robots than by aliens. hell no okay you would rather spend a week alone with your enemy than never be able to see your best friend again You would rather only eat raw food than only eat TV dinners. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay, this one would be interesting. She's very nutritional. (laughs) (laughs) You would rather kiss a horse than tell your ex you still love them. 
no. <laughs> you would rather bark like a dog when you feel threatened than blow up like a puff of fish. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would rather eat all your meals off the ground than eat all your meals with your hands. You would rather lick and seal a thousand envelopes than fold a thousand pieces of laundry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. For the final one. Okay, this one is a little tricky. You would rather immediately projectile vomit every time you heard someone say the word potato. then every time you saw a squirrel in real life in picture or in video no <laughs> okay so um that was my last question for you today godfrey thank you so much for coming this was really a pleasure and it's been fantastic thank you i'm glad you feel that way everybody please go check out godfrey's channel pack of alphas as well as drew carriers the drew carrier show i will link their channels down in the description below and i will see all of you for a new episode in 3 days bye bye bye